0: Bullshit, that's the title of this shit And when you hear bullshit, just say that shit hit Now quick. don't try to fuck with this I just drunk some gin, I gotta take a piss mm-hmm. What a relief, all up in the grill. I just released my- Welcome everybody to No BS with Brian And Susan And Susan! It's episode 38 here on the first day of July It is hot mm-hmm. It is moist. It is wet, but it is amazing in Texas. Well, to Brian, it is. He
1: likes this weather. I hate it.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. I love the hot weather. I like getting sticky and gooey and sweaty. I don't know. It's just something about me. I like it. You don't (laughs) like this. You don't like this. You want to be cold all the time.
1: He just set up such a visual. It's so gross. (laughs) (laughs) Very like soaked Brian
0: right now. Uh, No, I
1: I prefer winter. Like I can't wait for winter to come.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. It, it will well, well, you have a little while because it's basically like the first day of summer right now. So you've got a little bit to go. I know. Um, however, that's what episode 38. No BS with Brian and Susan is all about today. It's about summer, summer rituals, summer food recipes, summer, summer goodness. You know, it's just, it's it's gonna be. It's going to be wondrous and we're going to talk <laughs> about a blind watch called summer 'O 03. Three. um we got we got movies and tv shows to talk about and the best summer suggestions to do and watch and see and hear and taste all <laughs> of the senses even even that sixth, maybe even seventh sense, you know. <laughs> I don't know where we're going today. Do you? Yeah, yeah. What's, am I? Am I hyped up? Am I too hyped up? No, man. It's
1: great. It's great. No, it's good no, to man. be hyped up. It's it's, it's exciting. It's, there, yeah. No, I think we've got a great show. I think um, you know, we can we can knock out a little bit of this bachelor news uh out of the way. We won't we won't spend too long because in about two weeks we're finally gonna have um. The man, the Bachelorette, the double Bachelorette season that I'm so curious but not necessarily excited to see. But before we talk about the predictions of that, let's just get the uh, the sad news out of the way. We had two big breakups. Literally, the the two Bachelorettes that were that did the back to back seasons have broken up. So first, uh, it came out that Michelle Young and Nate. Who were given a two hundred thousand dollar check? By the way, at the after uh, the finale rose to put a down payment on a house. They have broken up. Um, I can't say I'm surprised. Brian, what do you think about their breakup?
0: I didn't think they were a good couple to begin with. I I was, you know, how I didn't like Nate. <laughs>
1: yeah a lot of people didn't a lot of people didn't like Nate so I was not I was never I would never say I was like a fan of Nate but I was like whatever sure he's he's fine I I thought she should have picked Joe I was a fan of Joe I thought Joe would have made the most sense he lived in Minnesota however he was quiet maybe you know she's a quiet girl he's a quiet guy she wanted something someone more extroverted uh but you know I've said this before on the show if you don't if you don't move like together, if I don't see that you guys are basically living together within that first three months of like being to, you know, after the show, it's probably not going to last. Like, I'm sorry, but let's give it up to to Clayton. He is still like living with Susie. Like that boy, he said he was going to live, move with her. And he did. They're living together. Like that's insane.
0: Well, it seems, you know, With Nate and Michelle, Nate and Michelle just seemed like very bland people and they weren't sure like they were happy to be on the show, I think. But with Clayton, Clayton seemed to like fall hard, fall fast. He wanted to be in love. He loves being in love. And I didn't get that sense from Michelle and Nate. I got that from Clayton, even though he did some ridiculous things like but I think that was just his passion that he wants to love these people so hard he wants to be with them and he's, he's there. So that's what I got from that.
1: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good perspective. Cause you are right about that. That was the difference that though, I didn't think Clayton was ready for, I didn't know if Clayton knew what he wanted. I knew that he was falling hard for a bunch of people. And he just was like, I mean, even the night one was Sally where he was like, "Oh, you stay, you know, because he's such a romantic and he's like, I've fallen. You're right. He, he wanted love. Uh, Nate, I always felt like wanted an opportunity and was like, "This could be fun." Michelle, I do think she wanted love. I think she did, but she's just as much as I love Michelle as a person. Yeah, she was kind of oh, she was just a little bit bland. I hate saying that. She's <laughs> so, She She's so sweet. She seems so sweet, and I feel like she's like a really fun person to hang out with. But I just like sometimes that doesn't translate on camera, and. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They just, I'm not surprised. A lot of people saw this coming. I, I feel bad for them. Like, but I mean, I'm not surprised. Like I, I kind of figured this might happen. I just, you know, obviously wish them the best, but I just thought it was really interesting because you know what, after Matt James's like what they call a disaster season, they were like, you know what, we're going to do two bachelorettes back to back. We're going to do Katie Thurston first and then Michelle. And then they did Clayton. And Clayton got dumped on. And now like, you know, Michelle's broken up with her guy. And then obviously Katie Thurston's whole situation was already a mess, but then she got with John yeah, and now they've broken, broken up. up.
0: Yeah. There, there seems to be a, a um, even though, God, I liked Katie so much, but now I'm just That's, like, man, there's a pattern this, here. There's something's going on with Katie and huge red flags with her family like on that i was like oh man something's happening and was, yeah
1: well no that that was my question because brian he made it no secret that like i feel like out of every bachelor bachelor contestant that brian has felt like if he was on a show and katie was there that's the dream girl he'd pick almost because you know crude fun whatever you want to call it how do you feel about her now
0: I th- it seems like she's got a lot of issues to deal with. It seems like, you know, sh- she might be very, it, I'm trying, cause I don't know. I don't follow her. I don't know, do any of that, but it may, it what it seems like that she's not willing to compromise. And that's a big key in a relationship. It seems like mm-hmm. she, it's her way or the highway and there's mm-hmm. no compromise and meeting her family. that seems like the case as well. And so it probably didn't work out like that. But I could be totally wrong. Again, I do not know.
1: Right. We All of this is pure assumption based on what we see on social media and the show. And obviously, I still, like, respect these people. But, like, the one thing I just did not care that Katie did was the 12 Days of Messy with the Taylor Swift songs. I just thought that was really, like... I don't know, it rubbed me the wrong way after her breakup with Blake. It was so quick that she jumped with John. And I mean, I don't know what happened. It seemed like her and John's breakup seemed cordial. The only thing that was really funny about their breakup was, you know, Nate and Michelle, they put out long statements. John put a long statement. Katie put, yes, we broke up. (laughs) <laughs> that's what she put. Yes, we broke up. In some ways, I like I love it. Some ways, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you don't owe us some long explanation. But the other ways, I'm like, I don't know how to read it. It's either that she's, it's either she's doing it as like I don't owe the public anything, or she's like, it is it a jab at John that she's like, whatever, John, you can do the long statement thing. Screw you. I don't know.
0: Oh, yeah, I think yeah, it's uh, yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what to think about Katie anymore. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm curious after this, if she hooks up with another bachelor, if she'll be on bachelor nation, I mean, uh, like bachelor, bachelor paradise. paradise or if she'll try to hook up with like another, like celeb almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's the case, she's definitely not looking for a long-term relationship. Um so, cause clearly it hasn't worked out yet, but yeah. Uh, no. Uh, I, I, hey, I'd be the first to say, I want Katie on our show. I would love <laughs> to talk with her, but I don't know. I, and I have a question for you. Huh. Um, so would you personally, if you were on this show, would you be the very romantic type, like fall in love, fall hard, fall faster? Would you kind of play it cool or would you kind of wear the heart on the sleeve and like go the Clayton route or would you kind of play it sly and cool, either kind of like a Katie or kind of like a Michelle type of thing?
1: I don't think I'd be like Katie or Michelle. Uh, I, I, I don't have the, Katie's very brave and ballsy and, uh, you know, uh, she has no problem. I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say confrontational, but she's, she can stand up for herself, which I love that. I just, um I definitely would probably be a little bit more shy, but I actually kind of related a lot to like um, Susie on Bachelor. That's why I loved her so much. And I guess I root for her and Clayton because mm-hmm. I, I think I can show like a goofy side once that person allows it. If I got, I would play it really cool and like simple, not try. I wouldn't try too hard, but I don't, cause I would go in with the notion of like, okay, gonna have fun, open to love, but I'm not getting my hopes up. And then if I actually had feelings, I would still be very guarded because I'd be like, uh, oh, wait, wait, which, who am I being right now? Is it the lead or the contestants? Either or. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, the lead, I feel like you have a certain kind of like power, so it's a little different. But if I was a contestant, I i mean, I could never do it in general, but um, yeah, I'd try to play it really cool so it doesn't seem like, it, like it always blows my mind that I won people who start like bawling, crying and they're leaving. Cause I'm like, I feel like I wouldn't bawl cry. I'd be like, hey, he was a cool guy. Like, didn't work out. <laughs> yes. All right.
0: Uh, yeah. How
1: would you do it?
0: I feel like I would, I would be brutally honest and wear the heart on the sleeve. I think I would kind of go the Clayton route, but I would be way more smooth about it and not make those mistakes. Um, I'd be very upfront and honest. Uh, Sub question for you. Would you give uh, the other person a sex toy or a movie when you first met them like Katie did? Well, a movie? Who gave a movie? (laughs)
1: Uh, I never, ever would give a sex toy. Like, ever. Uh, No. I don't think I would like, unless there was something that really meant anything to me, I feel like a movie would be pointless, too, because I don't even know if they could watch it. I I don't think I would give anything. I, I always thought the stuff that people did was, like, I, I, w- I would try to think of something like just genuine to say. I've never thought about what my limo entrance would be uh, because I, I always think it would be something very, very simple. Like I'd probably ask a question. I'm a question asker. So I would just probably like ask a question.
0: Okay. you What question would you ask?
1: I don't know. I'd probably just be like, I try to be, I try to think what I would, I would hopefully I would know something about the bachelor that I could like um try to get to know them better um a lot of the questions would be saved once we finally got to talk inside but i I can't i just know that i wouldn't want to like dress up as anything i wouldn't want to give anything stupid i mean giving things aren't bad if it's like you know special or something that they get like, I mean, I guess like sometimes if they like a dessert or something like that's kind of cool. Like, hey, I know you like um, cupcakes, so I baked you this or something like that. And uh, you can find me later and tell me what you thought of it. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, that, see, it's not so silly. I just feel like it's better to just be like normal and chill. Like, I just feel like I'm I'd be more like,
0: hey. Hey, fellow I, bachelors. If Susan's going on the show, you getting cupcakes.
1: No, I guess you know That's a good question I guess I would think of is like Maybe I would say something like I feel like you can tell a lot uh, Based on a person's favorite movie So I'm wondering what your favorite movie
0: is If they say Human Centipede
1: uh, we're not going to work out
0: What? But... Fortunately, you're a
1: freak <laughs> 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 No, because no. I, would, I would ask why I'd probably ask, like, why is that? It, I think that's that's ultimately the the bigger the bigger um, reveal is is why that it's that person's favorite movie if they even if it's something like even if someone says it's Shawshank Redemption which is like one of the best movies ever but if their answer is like oh no because it's a good movie then I'd be like oh
0: and we're not meant to be yeah <laughs> I'm probably not gonna worry just because it's a good
1: movie yeah
0: <laughs> okay 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 well i can't explain why i like uh human centipede
1: that's not your favorite movie though
0: no well no it's not
1: no you said your favorite movie is like evil dead 2 or like um,
0: (laughs) army of darkness
1: or army of darkness yeah something like that (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, see, see see everyone susan just doesn't know me at all it's very no, sad no
1: i don't
0: <laughs> <unfortunately>. <laughs> um so yeah that's the that's the news from the bachelor there's breakups i'm sure we'll mm-hmm. see get togethers and more breakups soon but bachelor et is coming up very mm-hmm. soon like in a week right
1: July 11th will be the the season premiere of the sure to be disaster. There's already been news about the fact that this was a like producers, like people filming, hated filming this, by the way, because it was two seasons in one. It was probably a nightmare.
0: Right. uh, Right. I can't imagine how crazy this is going to be and how they're going to. I mean. Maybe it'll be more action, you know, more, no. more stuff is going to happen with two people just because, you know, sometimes it can get, I mean, it's very formulaic, you get in the same thing. So maybe they're adding this, this second Bachelorette into the mix for a reason, but um, I don't, I don't know. I my, my, if I have a prediction, if I have a prediction for this upcoming season of the Bachelorette, shit show.
1: Mm-hmm. I think so too. The only thing I know that that's been uh, teased is that uh, part of the season is filmed on a cruise, which supposedly feels a little like paradise-esque. And that was very complicated. Uh, My my prediction is, which I will be so shocked if this doesn't happen, and I feel like this is exactly what the producers want to happen, is that there's going to be a point where they're going to like the same guy, and the same guy is going to have to choose. Like... That that has to happen. Right. Like, how how does it not? I mean, if it doesn't, I guess. Wonderful. But there's only it's not like they did double the men. I think there's like 35 guys for both of them, like total.
0: Yeah, it's I I just can't imagine how it's going to work. I mean, I think. You know, usually from what I've seen in the Bachelor seasons, and the Bachelorette seasons, it's going to show you like these two women are going to hate each other. They're going to get into fights. People are going to be fighting over them. And then at the end, it's going to be love and great. They're going to both be engaged. That's what I see happening. Mm -hmm. But I think getting there and behind the scenes is going to be so cringeworthy and crazy. And it's going to make for truly terrible awful but so good tv that i'm going to watch it
1: yeah i think i mean i'm i'm very intrigued very intrigued uh i just oh man i don't know i i just feel like i feel like someone's gonna one of the bachelorette's gonna feel not as loved as the other bachelorette
0: which will be hilarious yeah
1: oh i don't know it'll be it'll be the producers will make it hilarious but i'll be like cringing inside and that was the one thing i do wish they did this to um the someone said this one of the people in bachelor nation said they wish it was two guys they used guinea pigs in this experiment instead of two women because we've already done the two women thing with uh caitlin and uh Brit so
0: but I hope there's a moment in this season where somebody tells one of the bachelorettes nobody loves you oh <laughs>
1: no well they did tease, though uh, there was a tease in the trailer how um somebody walks in and goes up to uh Gabby and says hey Rachel yes
0: <gasps> yeah. I'm so excited for that yeah well, oh, oh my god yes
1: you know there's definitely going to be some of that but
0: okay good 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 um obviously yes. it'll be
1: entertaining so i mean regardless i'm always i i, I guess i am always excited to watch a bachelor i think my favorite thing is that they they let this they they allowed for it to be a breather there was a moment there where it was like very back to back bachelor so i'm glad now they've allowed me to miss it so i'm i'm ready to see what this is going to be like
0: Good deal. Good deal. I like it. That's Bachelor Bachelorette news. I guarantee you our next podcast, we're going to have a whole lot more to say because by the next episode that we record, there will already be one episode aired. And holy yeah. moly, here we go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, let's move on to our main event, Susan. Yes. And you know what? No BS with Brian and Susan. It was brought to our attention by our good friend Tom Nix that he doesn't understand the title of our of our show, No BS with Brian and Susan. Why?
1: I, I I guess because he says there's how is it no BS when there's an a uh, B and S in the title. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, there is um, a B, Brian. There is an S, Susan. But there's yeah. no BS. But
1: there's no BS. There's no bullshit on our show.
0: Think about it. Yes. yes. So, uh, yeah, let's move on to our main event again. It is July 1st. It's summertime, folks. It's Independence Day. It's July 4th. And, you know, um, we're we're in these we're in this particular moment in history where it's pretty terrible to be in America for certain reasons. Like, you know, overall, it is pretty great to be here. But there are certain things that have made it pretty terrible on many levels. But in this case, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about food. We're going to talk about movies you should watch in the summer. Summer movies, and not just any summer movies, particular ones in comedy, horror, drama, kids, family, you know, those type of things. So you know what you're getting into. And maybe some of those summer rituals, some of those favorite summer stories from your past. And, of course, from our past, which is really funny. Can't wait to dive in. So, Susan, take it away.
1: Well, I guess we can start with uh, some of our favorite summer movies. Brian has added, like, so many subcategories. I originally just want to talk about some of our favorite summer movies. He's uh, categorized it. So, I've limited it to three in each category of our uh, favorites. So, uh, yes, we've got comedy, horror, romance, kids, and drama. I've got three movies for each of them. Is there a category you want to start with?
0: Let's do drama first.
1: All right, okay. This was actually hard. Drama was the hardest one to think of because it kind of blended with uh, like romance and kids in there for me, but I went ahead and put them in the drama category.
0: Um, Drama.
1: the drama. Do you want me to start?
0: Oh, yes, please.
1: (laughs) All right, well, I did Safe Haven. Um, safe haven
0: I've never seen safe haven I
1: thought you did see it Josh Duhamel and um what's her name Julianne Hough
0: oh yes it was so great I forgot about it
1: did you really not like
0: it (laughs) I did not like safe haven
1: oh my god I loved it I thought I had a really good twist um and not but not the predictable one that uh that the guy was like you know what the ex-husband was or whatever yes um But anyways, I thought uh, I just really thought that that was a really like it was in the summer setting. She runs away from the law. And I mean, yes, it's a romance. It's heavy on the romance. But surprisingly enough, as much as it's romantic, it's a heavy, like dramatic thriller in a way. Like there's I can think of like moments where I was like kind of on the edge of my seat. But um, I I thought I like that movie. I'm Um, sorry you liked it. You're not going to like this next one either. Uh, the last song.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, what's happening right now?
1: <laughs> I know. I know. told you it was hard to think of a drama. Uh, you'll like my last one, but uh, the I just love Miley Cyrus. Is that movie, that's another one that you could maybe say because it's a Nicholas Sparks, and you could probably put in the love category. But that is way more about. It's a father daughter relationship. It is way more about her relationship with her dad. She has to go stay with him uh for the summer with her brother and they are disconnected there's not much of a relationship there and um I don't know I thought you know it's it's very sweet and has a great cast Greg Kinnear um I think Kelly Preston I think plays her mom so uh but anyways I really enjoyed it and I'm yeah I was a big Miley Cyrus and Hemsworth fan so maybe I really like that too but uh and then the final one I picked was Stand By Me I figured oh. that can be a drama.
0: I, I had that on my list as well. Stand By Me, one of the classics, one of the greats.
1: Did you put that in the kids or drama? Drama. Oh, okay. Yeah, it counts as a drama, right? Yeah, I put yeah. that
0: in the drama. Put that in the yeah. drama. The drama.
1: The drama. Okay, well then what are your what what else besides Stand By Me did you put in?
0: I put in Dirty Dancing. Um, okay. That's a drama. Yeah, you um,
1: can give a drama. I thought about that.
0: Yeah, because there's all sorts of things going on in that movie, but it's still good. I mean, it's also a romance, but like not your particular romance, but there is romance stuff. it. But I put it in drama. My other drama in the summer, my number one, Do the Right Thing by Spike Lee. Fantastic, wonderful movie in the hot summer in Bed-Stuy, New York. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is a fantastic drama all in the summer, all about summer.
1: Ice cubes on
0: you getting pizza, you know.
1: Well, you watch that movie and you feel hot. Yes. I literally felt hot that whole movie. I was like, I feel like I'm sweating.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Those, those are good summer movies if you're into a drama right now.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, okay, what next? What category next?
0: Um, let's do comedic.
1: Comedic. All right. Comedy was like the easier one. But uh, so that one, I'm going to be repeating an answer from last week because it's probably my, well... Honestly, all three of these are, like, some of my favorite movies right here. But uh, American Pie 2, because that was just.
0: (laughs) It is wonderful. It's such
1: a good summer movie. Like, it's set during summer break. They're at a beach house. The guys are doing jobs. They're, I mean, yeah, it's really fun. Really fun movie. Um, The other one is The Way Way Back. Oh, it's a good one. Mm -hmm. Love that movie uh i mean yeah it's just it's a nice summer family i mean that doesn't even go in family it could i wouldn't really say it's a romance so yeah and then this one i know could be kids but the fact that i crack up like so hard every time i watch this movie heavyweights
0: (laughs) oh yes
1: so damn good it's one of my favorite movies i would say it's in my top 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 10 I'll okay, yeah. I now.
0: I got very far in the auditions with that movie when I was... Did little you little. really? I got... So I auditioned for Heavyweights and I auditioned for Camp Nowhere. And I got oh all the way to the final auditions and they picked somebody else for both movies.
1: Wow. Do you know who they picked over
0: you? Um, I'd have to go back and look. Uh, remember, because it's been so long since I've seen Heavyweights. It's so long... Oh, I, I watched Camp Nowhere. Who did I for Camp Nowhere it was one of the kids it wasn't the main kid though mm. um but yeah no yeah I remember doing that I went I went to like I think like five callbacks for both movies
1: damn that would be insane if you were in heavyweights that's like one of the best movies ever like it, it really is. is so good <laughs>
0: yeah yeah it was it was uh it was fun to do but then i got yeah. to be a husky model in jc Penney's. Well, there you go <laughs> there you go <laughs> all right comedy for me of course wet hot american summer Maybe you'd put that. fantastic uh also national lampoon's vacation always a wonderful uh wally world one and yeah. uh, what about bob
1: <laughs> i don't know that movie
0: uh bill murray um mm-hmm. and uh richard dreyfus basically bill murray is kind of he has a lot of mental issues of and he goes to a therapy it goes to a therapist. Yeah. his therapy therapist pawns him off on a new one richard dreyfus and bill murray ends up following him and his family on their summer trip to uh like martha's vineyard or something like that and it's hilarious and somebody has cut that trailer to make it a horror movie oh I love those it's really funny it's a great movie and it you know takes place in summertime and it's fantastic to see you know this character it's kind of like the odd couple Richard Dreyfuss is like this uptight whitey tidy guy who's only interested in work and uh, bill murray bob's character is like a slob and super fun and energetic and doesn't care you know it's, it's they they crash you know together and it's really good um okay. so what about bob uh for comedy for me all right, all right what's next um i'll go with romance next ooh romance am i going first or are you going first don't oh,
1: you go first this time
0: okay uh for <laughs> for romance I am going to say My Girl. Oh. Good Summer Movie with Anna Klumsky and Macaulay Culkin. Poor Macaulay Culkin.
1: Poor Macaulay Culkin. He doesn't have his glasses. He needs his glasses. glasses. He can't see without his glasses. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, why are we laughing at that? (laughs) I
1: know. That is actually like, I I actually, that's one of those scenes that if it's on TV and it's about to get to that part, I I can't watch it. (laughs) So sad.
0: Um, And I'm going to say this for romance. Well, no, no, I'm not. I'm I'm not. No, no, it's not because it's not a romantic movie. Mm. Um, Just because. (laughs) But um, I'm also going to replay my other suggestion from drama. I'm going to say Dirty Dancing because I always already said that was kind of romance. But I think that is a very romantic movie in a few ways. Um, You know, on a lot of levels, Um, Mm because it's romantic how Johnny cares for his partner so much. And then the whole relationship with Johnny and baby. And then, you know baby's dad you know realizing the error of his ways like I just think there's a lot of romantic elements to that movie
1: yeah oh I mean I would put it more as I would think of it as a romance
0: for sure so and I only had two for those so um, oh okay yeah Yeah, yeah, romance
1: is a little hard too uh but then I thought so say anything I mean it's all takes place right after uh during summer break for True. And it's one of the best movies I've ever as well. I love that movie. She.
0: What? <laughs> I said she. Oh, I know. I know, I, I know.
1: Oh, oh, I was like, I, I was like, is that a quote from a movie? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants.
0: I, I actually love. like that movie.
1: You like it? That's I do okay. like that movie.
0: I do like that movie.
1: That's so nice to hear. I thought you were definitely going to crap on that. <laughs> no, I like that movie. It's so good. It is it's so good. It's so good. It's got and it's got like talk about a top tier for leading women cast. I yeah, mean, before
0: they were really really I would say Alexis
1: Bledel was maybe the most famous at yes. that point just cuz of Gilmore Girls. And Correct. I was like obsessed with her. I mean, I know you like Gilmore Girls. So yeah. like her but like Blake Lively that was like her almost basically her first like she was nobody then yeah yeah Blake Lively Amber Tamblyn was still like her and America Ferreira were kind of like they were still getting there they hadn't hit their like stride yet but they were so good like and and that's one of the I love a movie where you have like a lead cast like that and I couldn't even tell you which one's my favorite because I love them all yeah. Um, but right. there's so much, there's great romance. There's also family stuff. It's so well acted, well written. Oh, I, I love that movie. When it came out, it was a re- repeat watcher for me. Indeed. Um, and then I don't think you like this one, but you'll have to correct me. But 500 days of summer.
0: I do not like that movie.
1: Why don't you like it?
0: I just don't, <clears throat> I don't like the movie. I think it tries to be too cute in the way it's done. And I I don't know. I just I mean, I've seen it like I think two or three times just like, man, why do I put myself through this? I don't like this movie. I know people like it. I
1: don't know. It is like it spoke to me in a way like when I watched that, I was like, I just feel like that is the movie that anybody who has a like, you know, I feel like we've all been in a situation, maybe not everybody, but some at some point in our life, we've all probably liked somebody that didn't like us back or didn't like us as much as we like them and you know it's and we put ourselves in through this like mind game like uh that they do that that you know like the reason it's not working out it's like we give all these reasons but ultimately it's just like it shouldn't be that hard like if someone doesn't want to commit to you it's because they don't want to commit to you like the you know it's just it's such a great like cautionary tale and um anyways i love it I think it's so clever and just like that reality versus expectation scene i mean is one of the best scenes in a film for me
0: oh really because i think that's one of my yes. least favorite ones I are you like... crazy
1: that was no, such a good ex- i did
0: not like that scene
1: <laughs> why
0: what? i don't know oh my i just God,
1: ryan strongly disagreed here but i knew he didn't like it um it's one that's also probably in my all time as well it's so okay. good. But okay, you can choose next. The final two categories, horror or kids? Kids. Kids. Who, who should go first?
0: Uh, I'll go. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say, of course, the Sandlot still holds up. Yeah. yeah, kids, I'm, summer.
1: Everything, s'mores, like.
0: <laughs> How could I have some more of nothing? <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls.
1: <laughs> killing me, Smalls. Uh
0: it's just it's pure kid summer greatness. Yeah. Um My also, kid. yeah. Yeah, kid movie Flight of the Navigator actually it takes place over July 4th. Um you know for a little bit of time, but yeah, that is uh Flight of the Navigator, wonderful okay. little time travel movie about a kid who gets in a spaceship and meets aliens um that is also fantastic and another kids movie that I really liked is The Way Way Back um I put, oh,
1: that, you put that in
0: yeah. the kids section because it you know revolves around a kid kind of coming into himself and uh finding his way yeah. and it's pretty good
1: yeah I, I I thought about that but I was like now nah, I'm gonna put it in the comedy because I got I got plenty of kids movies that I like I, kids I feel like one of the easiest categories was kids because there's so many kids summer movies. There's so many. So it was hard to pick just three. So obviously the Sandlot was for me. Um, I think you liked this movie too. Do you remember Kings of summer, the Kings of summer?
0: Oh yeah. I like, I liked that movie. That was a good movie that that has some great actors in it as well.
1: Yeah. That was before uh, Nick Robinson was really yeah as yeah. big as he was either. He was so good um yeah fantastic film that was one that always stayed with me because it was one of those screenings that we got that I didn't have any high expectations for I was just kind of like oh it's cute we'll give it a shot whatever just watch it and uh, um I just remember coming out of that like wow what a treat that was amazing um so it's a really good like summer there's drama there's mystery there's there's thrills there's love there's everything in that Um, It has like a nostalgic vibe too to it uh, for a modern, more modern film. And then um, I put like two here that are like tied because I feel like they're essentially the same concept, but the parent trap and it takes two. Like
0: I was, yeah. So it it takes two is the Olsen twins, right?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: I was going to ask if you had an Olsen twins suggestion on here.
1: It Takes Two is the best Olsen twins movie ever. It's so damn good. Have you seen it?
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Do you like it? Or are you like? I mean,
0: it is what it is. I, it's I a can't- kid's
1: movie. Right, like, right. It's a kid's movie. And as a kid, it, it, that's actually one of those movies I can literally pop on right now and just like enjoy the crap out of that. Uh, it's just so nostalgic. It has a great cast too. Christy Alley. Um, why can't I? I can never remember that guy's names. Is that, is it, it's not, that's not Steve Gutenberg, is it? Is that Steve Gutenberg? Is
0: it Steve Gutenberg? I can't remember. Three men
1: and a little baby.
0: Yeah, Steve Gutenberg.
1: Yeah, that's him. Um, so, anyways, so, but you know, they are doing the trap with their like guardians or whatever. Well, one of them's the dad and the other one's a guardian person. And then, of course, uh, Parent Trap is like <clears throat> the original.
0: Who
1: uh and I would actually say both parent traps. I love the one with uh Haley Mills, is that
0: her name? Uh yes, yes, yes.
1: And and Lindsay Lohan. Yes. I, I like both of them. They're both great.
0: I'm glad you like those.
1: Do you like parent trap?
0: The original one, not the new one.
1: Yeah, I mean the original one's what I grew up on. Yeah. But it's great.
0: So I know you're saving. I knew horror. you
1: were gonna save horror for last because that be you cool. go
0: first with horror. Of course, of course, Brian Horror still. summer movies, I can't wait to hear.
1: I feel like we both have this on uh, Jaws. Like, that's just like, no?
0: I mean, it could be on there, but okay. it ain't gonna be on mine well, Jaws,
1: Jaws is a, to me a very like super, like it's on TV all over the place on 4th of July. It's a very ultimate summer horror flick. Um, I mean, I like all the parts with the shark. I'm not gonna lie. I think Jaws, when Jaws is not there, the movie's a little boring for me. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It's just like, but I'm a huge shark fan movie, like 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 movie buff. Like if there is a shark movie, I'm probably gonna watch it because I just there's something about those that I just really love like oh no the shark's gonna come. So uh, yeah, so I really love Jaws uh, when the sharks around. Friday the 13th I mean come on now <laughs> uh which I think is like Jason is very much maybe probably like I, I told you how Trevor and I rewatched like the first six one Halloween yeah and that was like such a joy I found I have a newfound appreciation for uh Jason Voorhees or whatever but my
0: 13ths are good they're they're so good good. yeah they they are are good good.
1: I mean especially like the first four (laughs) like um and then I know I'm in the minority here of this but one of my favorite horror flicks is I know what you did last summer
0: that is a good movie
1: you do you are really you agree
0: I like I know what you did last summer I even watched the tv show
1: oh i didn't watch the tv show but i watched the first three even well the third one is crap that whatever that cast is
0: right the first
1: i even like i still know what you did last summer with brandy (laughs) wondrous it has a good twist i love the twist and uh i still know but that uh, yeah anyways i love that so what are your three
0: well sleep away camp for sure Oh okay. my goodness, fantastic movie about summer and summer camp and um, <laughs> the great twist ending.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Return of the Living Dead uh, takes place on July 3rd and July 4th, yeah. fantastic movie. And Midsomar. Wow. Midsomar. Okay. I mean, I thought about Cabin in the Woods but I was like, no, Midsommar is better. Cause I almost Captain put Midsommar King. as the romantic movie but it's not really romantic. Mm-hmm. it's the best breakup movie but not a romantic movie
1: it's definitely not a romantic movie it is a pretty good i would say i'd give it a breakup movie
0: yeah Sleep sleepaway camp and return of the living dead so all right if you're listening all those movies in those uh in those categories watch those this summer i think you will have a pleasant time
1: yeah yeah, pl- I think they're, they're, they're all pretty good. So they're fun. Uh, so those are like our tons of movies that we love in those categories for the summer. But uh, as you have a question here, Brian, you can uh is, is, there, is there
0: one movie that you just have to watch every summer? Like no matter what?
1: Honestly, I don't know if I have to watch anything every summer, but like, you know, while I was thinking about like It Takes Two is a really fun one. I don't even feel like the other one counts as like necessarily a summer movie. But I really like watching 10 things I hate about you during the summer. okay, I don't know why that feels fun. Um, but other than that, I actually really, really enjoy. I, I think I think during the summer, I really do enjoy watching like shark movies. like if it's not Jaws then um, last year I think I watched like 40 meters or not too long ago, the 47 meters like down and like there's a second one of that. like yeah those, I really watched I like the shark ones. What about you? E-
0: Sandlot for sure. Sandlot. Sandlot. is something, it just puts you in the mood.
1: Have you already watched it this summer yet?
0: I have. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, I will watch it again as well. <laughs> cool. I will. I will. Um, I do like it. Um, mm-hmm. So With the summer being in there, are there any like fun summer like rituals or experiences that you had growing up like you did every summer or there's something you had to do? And is there one now that you like to partake in, like whether it be like you had to go, you went to a beach every summer to the same place or like you went to the ice cream man every summer, every Tuesday or something like that. I don't know. Is there was there a summer ritual or experience that you did every summer growing up?
1: When I was younger, we did go with family friends to Arkansas every summer. And that was a lot of fun. That was like a really fun, um, like with, we'd get this like nice lake house and then we'd all stay at and cook food and we'd eat food at the lake. Like we found like, you know, beachy, rocky beachy parts and stuff. We'd be there all day and come back at night. We'd have breakfast there at the lake or at the house in the morning, stay all day at the lake eat grill something or sandwiches or whatever, and then come back to the house and have dinner. Uh, that was really fun as a kid um, with our families. Uh, and then honestly, the biggest thing was like, especially with my family, we moved to um, Louisville. I think my, one of my favorite things was like, usually it'd be my mom, I would think, but sometimes it'd be like a sibling or my dad or something like that. But we have a neighborhood pool in my parents' house and around like when it got dark it got it was very more like dead the pool not as many people were there so a lot of summers like I would just love like going to the pool at my parents neighborhood they would just stay like watch me to make sure I was okay and I would just have that whole it was like an olympic it's like an olympic size pool and I just have it all to myself and I would just like swim and, and I be that typical kid like mom watch I'm gonna do some flips watch me
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you flip did you could you do flips and dive like that
1: oh well, I meant flip in the water <laughs>
0: like, well, well yeah well yeah could could you do all that
1: I could do flips oh, in the water but you
0: couldn't like do a running thing off the diving board and flip
1: no hell no oh my god I don't See, dive. I
0: could, I could do, do is that jump in the water yeah. I could do the flip thing off the diving board and for like running from the start, but I can't do a flip underwater because somehow water gets up my nose and stings me every time when I do uh, a flip underwater. I, so I have no to do it above water. Yeah. No,
1: no, I think, um, those are probably the most like ritual things besides obviously binging TV, like just sleeping in. Oh, I slept into like noon and then, um, and watch TV all day. And like, especially when you're younger, you don't have, when you can't drive, it's not as easy to go hang out with your friends. Uh, so it was a lot of self entertaining. Um, but now I don't know if I have a summer ritual now. Cause I got, we got work so much. <laughs> um,
0: it's, 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 it's summer movie blockbusters for us now. Right.
1: There you go. That's probably the most that's the ritual is like, what's the big summer movie blockbuster. Yep. That might be it. Yeah. I think I have a summer ritual. But I like to watch fireworks on Fourth of July if I can.
0: That's probably okay. the closest thing.
1: All right,
0: all right. What about you? Uh, growing up, uh, the family or the, my parents and uh, I usually got to bring a friend or two. And then since I'm the only child and uh, another family, we would always go to Destin, Florida, and we had a, we had a condo there on the yeah. beach. Um, nice. And so go every year, and it was awesome for like ten. Those days. are fun. Yeah it, like, was, yeah,
1: it sounds like the Arkansas thing with us. Yeah, it's really it nice.
0: It was amazing. I mm-hmm. enjoyed all of that. It was so much fun because, uh, you know, we'd go, you know, we'd eat out. We would cook food into the con- in the condo. Um, I built a giant dick in the sand one year. <laughs> um, and when I say a giant dick in the sand, I mean the entire length Like it was probably 50 feet long. Um, I have pictures of it. Uh It's amazing. And I, I, you know, I didn't get in trouble per se, but like a lot of people complained about it, but it was amazing looking. Um, (laughs) uh, And then I got my, I I talked my dad into bungee jumping with me in those summers and he did. Wow. Yeah, it was fun. always got ice cream. Oh, it was great. It was a good time. Yeah. Um, Mm And uh, another one, you know, that, that was kind of, you know, like through, I would say ninth grade through probably junior year in college, we used to do that. So for several years and before that, you know, probably from like fifth grade through eighth grade, uh, being the only child, my parents both worked and my best friend, um, Chris, um, him and I live very close to each other. So we'd always go over to each other's houses and I live right next to a target at, back in those days. And nice. so we always used to walk to target. We used to walk to the video store in the summer and pick out horror movies. And we used to oh, eat right. black, and we used to eat at black eyed pea almost every day. And our parents would just give us a little money and like we would babysit ourselves that young mm-hmm. and just kind of do that. And that was the summer ritual experience type of thing. We would uh, make potions, (laughs) (laughs) meaning like we would go into like the cupboard um, uh-huh. And like mix, you know, all these ingredients, and like, well, are we gonna drink this? Are we too scared to? I don't know stuff like that. Make- I think
1: I did like a potion thing at some point. Like, oh, look at me making all this, mixing all this stuff, but I did nothing with it. I definitely didn't drink it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was that. And now it's more like, yeah, you know, I like to see fireworks. I like to listen to, you know, like Ray Charles and like patriotic music. I kind of make like a patriotic playlist of like, you know, America, Neil Diamond and, you know, born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen, you know, stuff like that. And I usually like to listen to that and, you know, watch a, you know, like a summer movie or something like that. Uh, but that's kind of the summer ritual now. And then of course, you know, the big action blockbusters, you know, you kind of always look forward to seeing yeah. that. Um, and, you know, there's not like a ritual thing, you, you know, travel wise, you have to do for the summer, because you can go to a beach you know really anytime if you know where to go. Right. So um, and you know we're adults now so you can exactly. go anywhere at any time so you're not you're not um, hinged on doing a family trip you know. So that's kind of what it is. Yeah, that's the summer ritual growing up. So you know, ideal summer vacation, I think no matter where it is just to go somewhere where you can just veg out and relax, yeah. you know. I feel like a summer vacation is not all about having something to do every, you know, ten minutes. Maybe it's more of a relaxing trip. So to end this summer experience, um, summer food. Is there a summer food that you like having strictly during summer? If so, what is it and what's the recipe?
1: I don't know if there's like i don't have no like recipe it's just like foods that i like eating during the summer honestly like like i think hot dogs are very like summery um i i think like the biggest thing that reminds me of summer is because we always got it during the summertime we actually would take it to us take it with us to um arkansas as well but we'd have it my parents would allow us to get them during the summer is those like freeze pops the like pops oh hell yeah Those are so good. I would only have them in the summer. Like I've only ever had them in the summer. And um, yeah, they're so, I just think they're delicious. Um, And I think if there's like really anything else besides like hot dogs, I mean, grilling in general feels very summery. But no, I mean, I don't really have a summer recipe. What about you? Ooh,
0: summery with a smack yeah. of hot dog. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Oh, or, or like rosé. Um, rosé. Rose. I right. really crave rosés and sangrias during the
0: summer. A, f- a rose.
1: Rosés are great. Mm-hmm. A, f- a
0: frose. Um. So mine would be, it's kind of, I like it because it's refreshing. I think if you're hot, you're coming in and you want something refreshing yes I agree with you uh the push-up popsicles are like a must like go to yeah. Costco and get a package of 240 of them put them in your freezer so good and, and eat them every half hour um, I know yeah right right um yeah. and my other one would be uh barbecue pork ribs Um, I think that's a fantastic one. And what you do with the pork ribs, very easy. You know, you know, you're going to, you're, you should brine it, but you should also, uh, coat it in whatever flavoring you like and slow cook it and foil in the oven. And they're going to pull apart so well. And, uh, you want to put it on high after you slow cook it for a few hours and baste it with the barbecue sauce for a few minutes. Mm, Baby, you've got some good stuff. Also the other one. Is a little appetizer I concocted. Very refreshing. Come in from mm-hmm. a hot day, and you want to eat a little snack. Get a piece of endive lettuce. You know, look like little kayaks. A uh, uh-huh. piece of endive lettuce. Sprinkle some um, sprinkle some goat cheese on that. Some Ooh. pine nuts on that, and drizzle it with honey. And okay. you have a like a watery piece of lettuce with some cheese, tart cheese a crunch with the pine nut and a sweetness of the honey. It is like the most refreshing snack ever.
1: Damn, Chef Brian over here.
0: Try it, try it, try it. Uh, It's amazing. But yes, you can't go wrong with the push-up popsicles and the hot dogs and the ribs and that endive snack. It is so good. I'm looking up
1: endive lettuce. (laughs) Endive
0: lettuce kind of looks... You, you've seen them before, you know, they're not sold in every store, but you can get them most places, but yeah, look at the end. off. you just pull like a little lettuce apart and uh-huh. um, yeah, seriously, get goat cheese, put some pine nuts and drizzle it with honey. And I'm telling you, Susan, if you do that mm-hmm. this week or weekend, you're going to be like, you're, you're going to text me and be like, Oh, that was awesome. And you're going to want to eat those. All right. It is very, very good. good. It is very good. Uh, that is our main event summer experiences. We're going to move on now to our blind watch. Mm-hmm. It was Susan's pick this week. So yeah. Susan, g- g- give it, give it your all.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's called summer. 03. I picked it. It's but it's playing on Amazon prime. It stars Joey King and uh, Val Kilmer's son, which I'm blanking on his name in real life. Uh, but it, let's see. Look at you. A more a, a more appropriate um, synopsis because honestly, I don't even know if you could really say what it, it's truly about. Uh, the, it's a 16 year old girl and her extended family are left reeling after her calculating grandmother unveils an array of secrets on her deathbed. Her grandmother is played by June Squibb, um, and yeah, this actually has a pretty decent cast. Uh, Jack Kilmer is the, the love interest here um when I saw the trailer I really thought it was going to be something different it starts out really well um thanks to June Squibb and then it just goes (laughs) like you know Brian said it too while we were texting I don't think it knew what it wanted to be It didn't know its identity like I think it had an idea and then it just was all over the place because I don't I really don't I mean how else would you describe it
0: I mean, it's kind of, you know, it's part romantic comedy, that, but then part like kind of sick drama. And <laughs> I, I don't know. It just kind of, you know, didn't really balance it really well with these genres it was throwing at you and these elements, even though I love the cast, you know, June Squid yeah. sets it up really well and she's plays basically June Squibb characters in her past movies where she's just yeah. very blunt and honest and funny. And she uh-huh. kind of throws her family for a loop on her deathbed with all of these things. Yeah. And they're reeling from that. And the main character played by Joey King is just looking for love and she's grieving of course, and finds love. And, you know, an older guy who's a pasture or becoming a pasture. And um, it just oh, it doesn't work. And just, I don't know. It's, it tried to be something it wasn't, I think. And they they did their best, but it wasn't good enough.
1: It was not good in general. Honestly, I didn't. The more I thought about it, the more I didn't like the movie. I think the, the, the redeeming factors is June Squibb's opening scene. That was hilarious. Just listening to her talk to each family member and kind of just being rude. I mean, my favorite is telling the, her daughter-in-law, I never liked you.
0: I never <laughs> I just, liked you. That was great.
1: It was just that. That's all. She says all the stuff to other people. She just looks at her and she's just like, I never liked you. And that was the way.
0: Yeah. Cause there's some funny scenes because allegedly the mother, so there's a couple that's married and the dad's mom's dying and allegedly forever she didn't doesn't like jews she didn't Mm -hmm. like his wife because she was jewish and she just um she doesn't like gay people either and so she thinks her young young grandson is gay and said we should have sent you away to get it fixed and she told the main character joey king the secret of life is to giving the giving great blowjobs and then she passes out right there meanwhile before that she did tell her only son that um, his dad was not his dad. It was somebody else who was also basically a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: a horrible person. It's, it's you know, like I said, it had an interesting, when it started, I was like, okay. But I think from there, it just was too much. It tried to jam too much and it didn't hone, it, it, it lost its like focus right. to where- right. It was hard to care anymore about what was going on in the film.
0: Right. You didn't care about the characters really so much as as much as like, oh, just these things are happening and we're moving on till the end. And it was just like, oh, okay. So why do I care about this? Yeah, Joey King is doing her thing. She's young, but who cares, you know?
1: Right. It just it wasn't, it was poorly executed, poorly written. Uh, the only redeem, like I said, the acting is really great. Joey King is a very talented actress. I mean, I'm a fan of hers for sure, but I just was not a fan of the script at all. Uh, the story, the story just blew. And I think the cherry on top was the end. Um, you know, I don't even like spoil anything, but it was not a good ending. You know, just, and I'm going to say something. Brian doesn't like wedding speeches. I hate speeches in movies <laughs> i like the there's always there's certain movies that gets to a point romantic comedies are probably the worst with this but there's always this point where someone goes up and it's all sudden. it's a point where that character's finally had a revelation and they realize something about themselves and they go up and they announce a speech and it's not i mean i can take it if it's a freaking wedding speech that'd be fine if it's a wedding speech in a scene. Sure, that makes sense, but nobody wants to hear you ramble like forever. Like she wasn't even going to give a speech at like this uh, whatever funeral, and or was it even a funeral? I can't even remember now.
0: No, well, uh, it was. Um, it w- was it the funeral? It was the funeral because they were talking about the the grandmother. So yeah, yeah.
1: man, that funeral was late
0: yeah and geez
1: by that point you felt like it was already like god okay well anyways it's thought you thought you're done and she goes on forever and all I was thinking is how like so many people would be like why is she still talking
0: that's <laughs> so what I, think- I feel like in wedding speeches now you know my pain um,
1: well <laughs> wedding speeches it's at least a more of an appropriate like you're in for it but like I, don't know. I would disagree
0: because most times wedding speeches could be pretty inappropriate
1: Well, no, I'm saying people, you know, going into a wedding, there's going to be speeches. So it's like, you can just, you can set that up. But like, even when you're like, it's all of a sudden, if you're at a party and then like, someone's like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to give a toast for some reason. Or, um, I don't know. It's just like, I just feel like it it usually happens at the most like random time. It usually, it's usually someone running down an airport and be like, hold on, Bethany. I (laughs) thought that. I knew myself, but I didn't. And let me go into all these reasons why that you made me discover who I am. And it's like really long. So anyways, I just, I'm not a huge fan of that moment where like, I, I that's why I texted Brian whenever Joey King went up there and I was like, here we go. And it really <laughs> felt really
0: long. <laughs> here we go. Again. Here we go. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. So would we recommend this? Do not go down to your nearest um,
1: Amazon Prime. Amazon
0: Prime and check this out. I mean, the first scene is pretty funny with June Squibb. Yeah, but then after is. that, you can you can end it. Just find the clip on YouTube. <laughs>
1: uh huh. Uh huh. Just find that, and that's it. So yes. no, I do not recommend it. I was really bummed that I picked it, but hey, it happens.
0: It's no uh, Riccio.
1: Ugh it's no geek charming it's it
0: no geek charming <laughs> no and geek no Char- rickio
1: <laughs> oh
0: my goodness so good uh so summer 03 yes on amazon prime if you're curious uh yeah. next time will be mine it'll be excellent and maybe on par with summer 03 maybe there's a sequel summer 04 i don't know
1: oh i will okay i just want to add the other redeeming quality is the references to 2003 because this was filmed in 2018 and so it was kind of cool to see the, the O3, like, nostalgia.
0: Nostalgia. Like yeah. Early 2000s. Yeah. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Ending this show, no BS with honorable mentions. Uh, what we're watching right now, Susan and I both watched Thor, Love and Thunder. And I do believe we both agree on this, that it's the most exciting and the most fun in the MCU to date with, uh, any of their movies? Would you agree? I'd say it's definitely
1: the most entertaining. It's yeah, it's I I laughed out loud quite a bit just the space goats alone. Uh
0: yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, they you know if you like Thor Ragnarok, they even made this next movie bigger, funnier, and with more heart. I think and uh the I the still vil- like
1: Thor Ragnarok more though. I have to add that. I think okay. it's a better story. Thor- all right.
0: Story. I think I like this one better. I think I okay. like uh, Thor, Love and Thunder better. Um, you know, we'll see on multiple re- replays, but the villain yeah. here is excellent um, by yes, Christian Bale. Well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tessa Thompson and Allie Portman are fantastic in this. It's yes. funny. It's meaningful. The music by, uh, so in in Ragnarok, they did Led Zeppelin. In this movie, they do Guns and Roses. Mm-hmm. um hemsworth is fantastic and it has the best mid-credit stinger out of any marvel movie to date so good it is so People great really
1: excited
0: it is it is so thor four. that's all we're gonna say can't wait for you just to go watch see it. it just watch it mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. wonderful um a show that everybody should binge right now on hulu go down to your nearest hulu <laughs> There is a TV show that's just had its first scene and it came out a week or so ago. It is called Bear, B-E-A-R. Um, there's eight episodes. They're about 25 minutes in length each. It's very short. You can finish it, you know, two and a half hours almost. Um, and it stars uh, the actor who played Lip in Shameless. And he is a chef at a Chicago eatery that sells Italian beef sandwiches And it is awesome. It is super, super, super fast paced. It is very vulgar. I mean, not in the sex way, but very, you know, chefs and kitchens very vulgar in their language. But it is awesome. It is so good. Very quickly paced. Very fun TV show to watch there. And if you like kitchen food shows, it is awesome. Um, you brought up Fantastic Beasts: Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh my God! I had to review that for 4K. Uh, I brought it up,
1: baby.
0: Well, yeah, a no, long yeah. time ago. Yeah, uh Blu-ray and 4K. Uh God, uh, that was a terrible fucking movie.
1: I thought it was better than the first two, though, because I thought the first two were so convoluted. I appreciated that this one was a little bit more simple, but yeah, I'm just not into the Fantastic Beast. I'm not going to lie. They're just, they're, they're
0: just boring as all get yeah. out boring af boring as fuck i don't like it
1: they're pretty boring yeah
0: um and yeah didn't no no thanks no thanks
1: (laughs) i was surprised you had it on here i was like you watch that why
0: (laughs) no 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 not at all no i mean i did watch it because i had to review it but no didn't like it i (laughs) i was constantly trying to find other things to do while it was on oh
1: and, I, and I'm so glad you didn't go to the press screening for that because I promise you, you would have wanted to walk out. It was <laughs> a nightmare to walk out. I, I'm like sure it was. It was. <laughs> so far, that's been my worst, worse than Jurassic World.
0: Ooh, worse than Jurassic ooh, World. that's, uh, that's bad.
1: Like, audience-wise, it was terrible.
0: That's like, bad. Awful. But on the... And ant- oh, go ahead.
1: Cramped in a small theater, too. It was a small theater. Oh, I don't know.
0: Oh, oh. Horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and in the antithesis of that, Barry season three. Um, now I've only seen the first couple episodes of season three. I've seen the first two seasons and Barry is just so damn good. It's such a yes. good show.
1: So good. So good. Bill Hader is amazing. Um, yeah, I just, I, I think that show, like, I love how they can make, you know, um, with, with that, uh, premise, like of a, killer you know it's very like Dexter and you wonder how do you keep like making that fresh how does it not turn into the same thing over and over again and they do like every season is something different Barry is like almost a different version of himself every season and um I really love what they do here uh and it's still like I I would assume there's going to be at least one more se- no they did say there's going to be one more season and uh at least um, and I'm excited, but yeah, I thought season three was fantastic. I, I, you, so you're only a couple seasons in, or episodes in?
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: Okay. Well, I'm interested to know what you think of the ending.
0: I will. Yeah, I will. Um, uh, it will let you know, cause I like mm-hmm. that show. I like the, that
1: show. Uh, the, huh?
0: I said, I like that show a lot.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. I think it's, it's a great show on HBO max. If people haven't watched it yet. And um, a show that I am, I hate saying rewatching because I really didn't ever watch it from the beginning to end. Uh, but I just uh, started watching Felicity. Yeah. Um, on a Hulu. Good, it's
0: a great yeah. college show about, about a lady who travels cross country to go to college and all of her ups and downs. and To
1: follow a guy that she had a crush on. That's the part I didn't know. That's what's insane is that like, I start this series thinking that it was just her going to college and her life and whatever. And it starts with literally her having a high school like crush on Scott Speedman's character. And he signs her yearbook leading her to think that maybe it was like he had a crush on her or something. And she's a little bit of a stalker. Um, it's, it's it's
0: like borderline my crazy ex-girlfriend tv show but it's, not really it's
1: very, <laughs> it's very in this in the beginning of it it's very like she's obsessed with ben and uh she's not like that where i'm at now now she's normal but right. um she is she just changes her entire college plans and goes follows him to new york and it, but I do love how it's like, yeah, she wa- she went because of him, but she stayed because of her. And um I just I'm so surprised Brian liked it. When I told Brian I was watching this, I really thought he'd be like terrible show.
0: No, Felicity's great, and it's you know, if you haven't seen Felicity, it's JJ Abrams and yeah. Matt Reeves and Ron Howard. Wow. They they did that show and uh Carrie Russell's in it. Um, what's her name? Janine Beautiful garofalo narrates it. Yeah, it is, it's a it's a good show. Yeah. And they it knew when to narrated, end it, but it, it, was... it is
1: her voiceover.
0: Right, right, like, right. But uh they um they knew when to end it. Times. It was four seasons and that was it. Like they knew Yeah. So are, are to all be.
1: four seasons gonna be good, or is it gonna be one of those things where after like season two, it's like oh, it's a struggle.
0: No, no, it's all they're all good. I liked all of them. You know, if they I kept going, they it would have been bad, but no, they they're all good. I liked all of them. I like Felicity.
1: I have to add that so as a kid, I I just naturally had I thought Scott Speedman was hot, so I was already Team Ben, but I didn't know enough about the show uh-huh. to like side with because this is I feel like Felicity, it, it's a running like, um. A lot of people will be like, oh, team Ben, team Noel, you know, it's just one of those things because it was part of like pop culture at the time. And I don't know how anyone was team Noel. I'm almost done with season one. And he is awful. He is absolutely (laughs) awful at this point. (laughs) He is a cheater, like big time. Not only does he cheat at like I mean, I there's just so much I could just complain about him. I just like I, I, he's like a bumbling idiot. He, I, I don't even know. I'm like, of course, I see why people would be. Majority of people seem to be team Ben. You are team Ben, right? I like Ben. Yeah, is there is there a reason why you liked him more than Noel for her?
0: I just I just like the the first element. Like, just like, how do I like Ben? I like Uh, Ben because I think they had the history there. And I think that he, I think he was almost always there for her. Um, Yeah. You know. He's
1: really good to her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. So I I think he's he's good. He
1: takes, he takes a lot of like, I don't know if most guys would react like him considering how she was, especially in the beginning, but. Right. uh, And they have better chemistry they have way better chemistry than yes men, though, too but uh yeah I'm, I'm actually really enjoying that and then um in two movies i've seen recently i don't know why i even put man from man from toronto it's on netflix if you like woody harrelson and kevin hart it's worth the watch because it's just fun but it's not any it's very it's going to be forgettable but it's as you're watching you'll have some good laughs yeah uh, did you watch that one
0: No, I did not.
1: It's, you know, it's whatever. And then uh, Amazon Prime uh, is coming out with uh, a drama, Don't Make Me Go, starring John Cho and Mia Isaac. Uh, It's really sweet. Uh, It's Hannah Marks um, film, and uh, I cried. I thought it was a sweet movie. It's about a father who uh, finds out he's got a brain tumor and uh, he only has essentially like a year to live. So he doesn't tell his daughter, but he tries to go on a road trip with her and hopefully reunite her with her birth mom. And it's really interesting. And um, yeah, it comes out July 15. People should check it out.
0: Uh, worth it. Another one. My last one. Uh, Apple TV plus is releasing this new series called blackbird it is with uh, Greg Kinnear and Taryn Edgerton um, and uh, Walter Hauser, I think, uh, from mm-hmm. Richard Jewell and um, Cobra Kai. And it is fantastic. If you're into the murder mystery thing, it is excellent. It is so good. Um, Blackbird comes out in a week or two on Apple TV Plus. Man, they are killing it with their original content. Uh, they
1: are it, just cranking them out.
0: They are. They're, they're so good um Mm -hmm. so yeah that is no bs with brian and susan and susan and it is great it is wonderful uh we will be back in a couple weeks be talking all the bachelor all the bachelorette oh my goodness i'm excited yeah me too and so uh, we love you. We are, you know, if you're listening to us, you know where to find us. Uh, Susan, she's at this Chicks Flick. She's at Irving uh, Community Television. Look her up, Susan Stevens. Yep. You, she, mm-hmm. She's everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Look us up. Subscribe to us if you haven't already. We love you. Happy summer. Happy July 4th. Yeah. Happy July 4th. <laughs>